Hello and welcome to the Spiraling Higher podcast hosted by me, Sam, Mindset and Manifestation Coach. And me, Gina, your Biz and Mindset Coach. We're here to support you on your spiritual journey by bringing you intimate and raw conversations about healing, manifestation, consciousness, and spirituality. We hope this podcast makes you feel less alone as you become aware of your patterns and limiting beliefs to uplevel your life, manifest like a boss, and together, spiral higher. Welcome back to the Spiraling Higher podcast. It's me, Gina, one of your co-hosts, and I am here alone to record a solo episode for you. And today is all about what to do when you don't know what to do. Uh, Recently in my own personal life, I have been in a decision-making process for my business and my life, and I have just been stuck in analysis paralysis. Thankfully, I've gotten out of it and I've made the decisions and it's been an amazing process um, on the other side of this, but I'm able to kind of witness my journey and I just really wanted to share it with you in hopes to help any of you going through a similar scenario in your life where you just don't know what to do. Now, I am somebody that tends to outsource my decision-making to other people. I'm an external processor, so I'm always just wanting to bounce ideas off of other people. I need to verbalize my thought process. And while this can be really helpful, it can also be on the edge of harmful when we completely ignore the inner self, the inner knowing, our inner trust. And so many of us are socialized and also raised in our families to learn that we can't trust ourselves. We don't know how to make good decisions for ourselves. So many times in my own life, I've made decisions that my family does not agree with, and they've been very vocal about it. And I've just learned uh, through that narrative that I don't know how to make decisions on my own and that I cannot trust myself, that I don't know what's best for me, and that I don't have the wisdom to know how to make these decisions. And so if you're someone that has ever struggled with making a decision or maybe you always second guess yourself, I hope this helps you. Now, What happens to me is I often will start by asking other people for advice. Then I start to realize, oh, let me just go inwards and and get some guidance from a higher power, you know, whether that's God for you, the universe, whatever it is, I'll just ask for guidance. You know, I'm I'm just sitting there like, okay, I'm going to meditate today. I'm going to journal. And I found myself just continuously trying to seek these answers. And funnily enough, I already knew the answer within, right? Most of the time we know what we want to do, but we're just waiting for confirmation from all of these external sources so that we have a level of certainty that we feel like we might feel safer or that we can avoid pain in the future. Whatever the reason is, I tend to want to triple confirm that I'm making the right decision. And so in these meditations, in these journaling sessions, in my breathwork sessions, I kept asking, what do I do? What do I do? What should I do? Is this right? Should I do this? And it really reminds me of using a walkie-talkie. When you are asking a question on a walkie-talkie, I don't know if you guys have ever used one, but you have to hold a button down to ask the question or to say something to the other person on the other side. You hold the button down, you say what you want to say, then in order to hear their response, you have to release the button. You have to let go of the button so that you can then receive the transmission coming in from the other side. 
What I was doing was I was asking the universe for all of these signs, for, for guidance, for answers, but I just kept holding the button down. I just kept talking. I just kept asking. We can't ask and receive at the same time. We can't keep asking for guidance and keep talking and talking and talking without getting quiet enough to receive the answers. So when you are stuck in analysis paralysis, when you are stuck in a decision-making process, start by asking yourself, am I getting quiet enough? Because chances are you're not. (laughs) Chances are you're stuck in your structured mind. You're stuck in analysis paralysis. You're stuck in the frequency of the problem. And you're not giving yourself enough spaciousness from it to be able to see it through the lens of spirit, through the lens of your higher self or your soul. When we give ourselves enough spaciousness to receive that inner guidance, that's all the knowing that you're ever going to need. But you do need enough spaciousness to get to that place. And so I have a bit of an exercise that could help you. Um, I learned this through one of my mentors in my breathwork program. And they talked about these different bodies that we have. I know that we only have one physical body, but they were talking about we have a mental body, right? The mental body is like our mind. It's all of the thinking. It's all of the analysis. And then we have our emotional body, right? That's our emotionality, the things that we're feeling, where are we feeling them in our body? And then we have our intuitive body. And the intuitive body is that inner knowing, that true self, the unstoried self, the unlayered self. It's the true us, the version of us that really knows, that is connected to source, that has that inner wisdom. So when you are feeling like you are stuck in a decision, I want you to tune in first to your mental body. What is going on up there? So for me, my mental body was like, what do I do? What if I make the wrong decision? What if that person's bad? Is this going to work? Is this a good thing? Should I do it? This is kind of scary. I don't know. That is what's flying around in my mind, right? All of these comments, all of this mental chatter, All of this second guessing is happening in the background. Now, when I dropped into my emotional body in that state, I was then able to uncover, oh, I'm feeling high anxiety. I'm feeling so much fear. There's fear here. And that was really in the pit of my stomach. I had a lot of anxiety in my heart space. Even my throat felt closed because I was like, oh, there was just something stuck there, you know, because really what that was symbolizing for me at least was the things I wasn't saying, right? I knew the truth, but I didn't want to say it because I was too scared. So then you get to tune into that emotional body, right? That's my emotional body. What am I feeling emotionally? Where am I feeling it? And you get to uncover what is at the root of this mental chatter? What is at the root of this decision-making? And for me, ultimately, it was fear. Then when you drop down to the next level, we go into the intuitive body. So you really want to see this as layers. Your mental body's at the top, then you drop into your emotional body, then you drop deep into your intuitive body. So in that moment, when I dropped into my intuitive body, honestly, all of the fear dissipated. Within my intuitive body, I knew that I can't make a wrong decision here. Hey listeners, quickly interrupting this episode to say that if you're loving this conscious conversation, we're inviting you to join the dialogue with us inside of our free Spiraling Higher community. It's our favorite place on earth and it's where you can meet like-minded souls on their healing journey and discuss what you're spiraling through with your conscious besties. It's where we continue this conversation long after the episode ends because as we all know, healing is an upward spiral. So join the conversation, share with us your insights, questions, and breakthroughs. We're here for it all. 
You can join by creating a free account by clicking the link at the top of the show notes. Can't wait to see you in there. Really, the fear was coming from, what if I make the wrong decision? What if my life falls apart? What if everyone's mad at me after I do this? What if I, what if this just ruins everything that I have planned in my life? And what if now I block everything that's trying to come to me, right? All of those fears come in because we're afraid of making the wrong decision. And furthermore, we're afraid of how we're going to feel about ourselves if that happens, right? Often we're not even really afraid of that wrong decision. We're really more afraid of how we're going to feel about it when that happens. And so first of all, I just want to reframe making a bad decision, right? Any bad emotion or any quote unquote bad emotion, any negative contrastive emotion, I personally have just learned to love in my life. I really love to feel all the colors of emotions. You know, when I feel angry or upset or stressed, I don't know. I'm somebody that just goes all in and I feel it all the way because I really see contrast as a really beautiful way of almost brightening up the other areas of our life. Like I feel like contrast helps me to feel love deeper. Contrast helps me to feel joy deeper. It kind of feels to me like like salt on a cookie. You know when you have those chocolate chip cookies and there's like salt on top? You would think the salt would overtake the flavor, but the salt actually brings out the sweetness of the cookie. It balances it, right? And so you can think of contrast or, again, quote-unquote bad situations or bad feelings as the salt of life. It's just adding a different flavor, and it's actually bringing out more of the sweetness in your life. And another thing that has really helped me is something that Kyle C. said. Um, We all know how much we love Kyle C. If you haven't listened to his episode on our podcast, go back and listen to that one. It is amazing. But one of the things that I heard him say one time on a coaching call is that you can't make a wrong decision. Every decision is a right decision. And what he meant by that is that you either make the decision and you realize that oh, this feels really good. This feels in alignment. This feels like this is exactly the path that I'm supposed to be on. This feels right to me. Or it doesn't feel right to you. It feels out of alignment. It feels crunchy. It doesn't feel good. And then that just leads you to knowing what does feel good. And so in that way, you're always making a right decision. You either find the decision that, yes, this is in alignment right away, or you find out, okay, this isn't right for me, and then that leads you to knowing what is right for you. And so in essence, either way, no matter which path you take, you're going to be led to the place that you're meant to be at. And the truth of the matter is, is that we always know what we need to know when we need to know it. Truly, right? And and if you don't know it yet, there's a reason. Maybe you're meant to go on a journey to find that answer and the things that, that you're going to see on that journey are going to be instrumental in your future, right? Sometimes we have to go on these detours or what seems like a detour because there's things that we need to experience that are going to make the destination even sweeter. So when I came back to that remembrance that, oh, I can't make a wrong decision here. It's either going to feel right or it's going to feel a little bit clunky, which is going to lead me to what does feel in alignment. And I remember that, oh yeah, whatever happens is always for me anyway. And when I realized again that I couldn't get it wrong, it just relieved so much pressure and I got to come right back into that intuitive body to tune into what feels in highest alignment for me right now, what feels 
Good. Where is my highest excitement? Where is my heart leading me to? And when you get quiet enough and you get away from that mental chatter and all of the external noise, when we give ourselves that spaciousness to drop into that intuitive body and get quiet long enough to let go of that walkie-talkie button to allow the transmission or allow the downloads to come in, you will know everything you need to know. You'll know. But so many of us are just conditioned and socialized to second-guess ourselves so much that even when we know, we're like, okay, now I know this, but let me go check with somebody else, right? And so I really think of this relationship, this trust relationship with ourselves like a bridge. Right now, the bridge is broken. But brick by brick, I'm rebuilding and repairing this bridge with myself. I'm repairing this trust bridge where every time I trust myself. It's like another brick is being laid down. And so if it feels foreign to you, that's okay. That's very normal. It's expected when you haven't trusted yourself for so long. But the invitation here is to really give yourself the opportunity to let that wisdom arise from within you. And the only way we can do that is by getting quiet enough for those to come through. As long as we're chattering and talking, 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 like we can't talk and listen at the same time, at least not very well, right? And if you have been disconnected with yourself for a long time, sometimes it takes a little bit of extra silence, a little bit of extra spaciousness for you to really hear the truth that's trying to come through. And so I hope this is helpful. I am somebody that just often will go in circles because I just want to avoid making the wrong decision. I want to avoid, you know, hurting other people. I want to make the best decision or the the one that's going to get me there the fastest, right? All of these things are ego-driven. Spirit is never in a rush. Your soul is not in a rush. The truth is, is that everything is truly always working out for us. And so when we really root into that knowing, you just can't get it wrong. So give yourself permission to make the decision that feels the most right right now. And then you're going to keep taking those next steps forward until you realize, yeah, this I'm going to keep going down this road. Or, hey, you know what? Let's try this instead. You get to choose again. That's the beauty of this. You get to choose again if it isn't in alignment after you make that decision. And so... I hope that this practice of dropping in from your mental body to your emotional body and your intuitive body is supportive for you. If it is, I would love to hear from you. Um, But yeah, I hope you can come back to this episode anytime you feel stuck. And really, if I'm going to leave you with anything, I think the biggest lesson here is to get quiet. One of my mentors always says to go blank. And that's very hard for me because I have a lot of thoughts that go in my mind. I am just, yeah, that's been a challenge for me. But every time I give myself the space and the quiet and the solitude that I really need, that's when all the clarity comes in. That's when all of the knowing comes in. And anytime I go back into circles, I know that I didn't get quiet long enough. So the invitation here is to really, really root in and anchor into your knowing, your inner compass, your wisdom. And the way to access that is to get quiet enough to be able to hear, to be able to hear and actually absorb what is trying to be communicated to you. All right, everybody. Hope that was helpful. Sending you so much love. We'll see you on the next one. 
Thank you so much for listening to this honest conversation. We hope it brought you peace, clarity, and a little bit further along your spiritual journey. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left us a five-star rating and a review so we can bring you more conscious conversations, spiritual topics, and guests. And we lovingly invite you to join our free Spiraling Higher community by clicking the link in the show notes to continue this healing dialogue and share with us how this episode impacted you. Come on in, introduce yourself, and meet your conscious besties in a safe space for healing conversations between us and other like-minded people on their healing journey. Here's to Spiraling Higher. Thank you.